everybody, Magnus here. What you're about to hear is a sort of spontaneous discussion that I decided to have. As I record this, it is December the 26th, Thursday, December the 26th, 2013, day after Christmas, and as partly I, I just felt like recording something, and partly I wanted to get something out out there in observance of well partial observance of Christmas and of New Year's so that's pretty much that so as you listen to all of this just keep all that in mind Makeup is enhanced by Earth's yellow sun. Doctor Doom wears body to conceal his own mangled form. Worst episode ever. Why? Who shot first? Yeah. Who gives a shit? It's what's called super nerd nitpicking over something that's not really that important. Hello, and welcome back to Trentus Magnus. Punches reality. I'm your host, Magnus, and around here I talk about comics, movies, and TV shows. Most of the time. Today, though, I'm going away from notes, which is to say I don't really have anything prepared for this episode in terms of notes or anything like that. I'm just going to kind of make it up as I go along. I'm improvising. See... The way that it usually works whenever I record anything is that I've got a Microsoft Word document up, and I don't think it would be accurate to say that I just read off of that directly into my microphone, record all that, slap some music in the background, and edit it, release it, and then that's my podcast. I don't think that's a reasonable thing to say. I think there's a little bit more to it than that. Usually what I do is have a couple of bullet points in there, and then just usually speak kind of extemporaneously, just first thing that pops into my mind. But I'm working off of an outline as I say it. So my specific remarks aren't planned out in advance. It's just the things I'll be talking about are planned out in advance. I'm not going to be doing that this time. I don't even have that going for me as an outline. Basically, the reason for all of this is that I just got finished listening to the views from the Longbox uh, Christmas special. And it hit me that I really didn't have anything lined up for Christmas, or for that matter, for New Year's. I just was going to release a bunch of episodes and that was going to be it. But there wasn't going to be anything specific about Christmas or New Year's, and part of the reason for that was because I just couldn't really think of an angle on this that's especially unique. I mean, the very closest I could think of was an issue of Adventures of Superman, and to tell you how far along in the process I didn't get with planning this, I don't even remember the frickin' issue number. 
But it was an it, it was an issue of um, Adventures of Superman. I want to say it was 1994. It could have been 1995, but I'm leaning towards 1994. It's basically a Christmas special. And the pitch for it is basically this crazy night in the, that in Metropolis that Superman has. Basically, he's, he's uh, zipping around, stopping car accidents. And I'm, as I say, I mean, I'm going completely off memory here, so parts of this summary may not be totally accurate because I didn't even read the comic book. But you got Superman, he's all... Uh, buzzing around Metropolis, he's stopping car accidents from happening. Um, I think, and I'm blanking on the villain's na uh, name, but there was this uh, villain who had the uh, who had the these gadgets that would allow him to phase through walls and things like that. And of course, Superman would always stop him by short-circuiting his gear as he's in the process of phasing through something, right? Uh, Superman stops him, and then in the process, he also gets uh, Lois's Christmas present, some toy doll that was the uh, the big hot toy that year. And Superman managed uh, to get that for her. It brings it back to the apartment, and, you know, she's all happy about it and shit, and, you know, everybody lives happily ever after. That's the end of the issue. And thought very seriously about talking about that, but... Michael Bailey, I consider him to be a friend, and he does a show called From Crisis to Crisis, a Superman podcast. Now, I forget exactly where they are uh, in, in the post-crisis Superman's history, but again, going off memory, I think they're going to deal with that issue in the very near future. And one of the, th one of the rules I've sort of set for myself is that... I'm a huge uh, Superman fan. I love the post-crisis Superman, but then I also love the Silver Age Superman, and I also love the Bronze Age Superman, and I love Smallville, and I love the movies. I mean, I, I love Superman. But one of the rules that, that I wanted to have for this show is that I will never, ever go further ahead in the in the storyline than from crisis to crisis so if i'm ever talking about superman on this show you can pretty much rest assured that it's something that from crisis to crisis isn't ever going to cover or it's something they've already covered but i'm not going to talk about something until after they do way after they do and that particular issue of adventures of superman it felt a little bit too much like uh, a hot potato. Last thing I want to do is get in the doghouse with Michael Bailey. Now, there's a very good chance he won't give a shit. In fact, hell, there's a very good chance he won't even listen to this episode. I can't even swear that he even listens to my show anymore. I mean, I know he did at one point, but for all I know, he may not listen to it anymore. Either way, not the point. The point is that I don't want him to feel like his toes are being stepped on. And if you, or at least I feel like if I talk about something that he intends to talk about in the fairly near, uh, fairly near uh, future, he may feel like, I don't know, uh, he just may not take kindly to that. And so last thing I want to do is just have a bunch of drama over something that, ought, that in, in the bigger picture doesn't matter. So I just decided, you know what, fuck it, I'm, I'm just not going to have any kind of a Christmas episode or anything like that. But like I said, I listened to 
the views from the long box uh, Christmas special. And there wasn't anything about that show that really made me want to do, I don't know, a Christmas special of my own. You know, where I, I bust out some comics and talk about that. There really wasn't an episode of the animated series either that was motivating me. But there was something about that episode that I thought, you know what, I need to at least mark the occasion in some way or another. And I felt like, you know what, just having a sort of shoot-the-shit episode with myself, because I really am that arrogant. Having a, a, a shoot-the-shit episode maybe wasn't a bad compromise, right? So, 2013, my first year as a podcaster. And it's been a pretty wild and crazy ride. I started this this podcast in November of 2013. And then towards the end of... Did I say November just now? Fuck it. I started this podcast in August of 2013. I'm not sure if I said that or not, but just in case I didn't. I started Trennis Magnus Punches Reality in August of 2013, right? And towards the end of November 2013, I was invited to join the Two True Freaks podcast network. I accepted. And so just moved everything over. Now, one of the things that came out of that was when I started re like really going over my traffic at my Libsyn page with a fine-tooth comb, one of the things I noticed was that my was that my number of hits every month literally grew exponentially over time. I had a certain number of hits in August, and then I had an exponential number of hits in September, exponential again in October, and it would have been exponential again in November had I been able to do a complete month of November. Now, obviously, that ended up not happening. During the last week of November, I ended up moving everything over to the, like I said, over to the Two True Freaks podcast network, and it was the right thing to do. But I also know what the download number, at least I've got some idea what the download numbers for uh, the uh, big book report uh, for uh, conspiracy theories, I know what that would have been, roundabout. And that really would have been the cherry on top. That would have been officially exponential growth for this show. So, I guess the first thing I'd like to say is a very, a very heartfelt, and I mean this, it, literally, from the bottom of my heart, thanks to all of you for for listening. My understanding is that a lot of podcasts, when they first start up, for their first year or so, they don't really have a whole lot to show for themselves. Thanks to you, to all of you listening, and to other people in the podcasting community for playing my promos and all of that stuff, I had exponential growth in the first four months of this show's existence. And as good as you may think that this show is, this is the sort of thing that it really is a team effort. And I really do appreciate the fact that apparently this many people are willing to listen to some angry ginger with attitude problems 
sit here running his mouth talking about comics and movies and TV shows, but comics. And so that's that's just a very surprising thing to me. That's that's weird to me that that many people would care. And so, as I say, without any kind of smugness or irony or ego or anything like that, just thanks to all of you for making this happen. So, really appreciate that. The other thing, though, is that towards the end of each year, I'm trying to think of the best way to say this, um, generally, all right, what I've noticed is that almost every single November, things have a way of getting really out of control, right? And I think it was in... Um, my very first episode, actually, I was talking about my comic book origin story, and I mentioned that every single November, pretty much, life just goes fucking crazy. There's, there's really no nice way to say it. Things always go absolutely insane in the month of November. Now, it's not always a bad thing, but what always happens, invariably, is that something life-changing happens... Every single November. Whether that's, I don't know, losing jobs or losing family members or, or, or losing friends, regaining friends, whatever. If shit's going to get real, odds are it's going to happen in the month of November. I don't know why. But there it is. So... And as I look back over the past couple of years, especially, you know, I'm okay. I think back to the end of the year 2010, and I got to tell you, I was not sad to see 2010 come to an end. Was not sad at all. That was, re- and especially I would say that from about, I don't know, March of 2010 to literally the very end. It really was a struggle. A lot, I, I don't want to get too specific about it. Other than to say that it really was shit. Pretty much nonstop. From March to about the end of the year, I'm at a very serious loss to think of anything positive that happened. Not one. Now, I could make entire podcasts... That is to say, entire podcast episodes, although very, very maybe a podcast series, about some of the shit that went on, some of the complete douchebags I knew, especially starting from March of 2010, and then just working right on through to the very end, right? I could do it. I know I could do it. I mean, I know me. I could do it, right? So... Wasn't at all unhappy to see the end of uh, 2010. It was just a, a very shit time. Completely shit time. 2011 was different. I met my girlfriend, which admittedly, that didn't happen like right at the beginning of 2011, but fuck it, it happened. It was May of 2011, and at the moment that it happened, look, you got to understand, I wasn't expecting to meet anybody the night that she and I met, right? As a matter of fact, I'd actually started 
uh, I guess you could say, organizing my life in such a way that I was basically expecting to be single for the rest of my life, right? I'd pretty much written off the idea of ever finding anybody. I thought, well, you know, I guess that's just not for me. And I actually, there's kind of a funny story behind all of that, but I'll I'll save that one for another time. I think that actually may be an episode of this show all by itself. But suffice it to say, some things had happened, and so I'd reached a point where I thought, you know what, fuck it, I'm out. I'm I'm done with this. I'm done with this. I'm not I'm not going to just subject myself to this kind of misery over and over and over again when I know beyond any shadow of a doubt it's not going to work out, right? And that was basically the way that I started organizing things in, in uh, by May of 2011, which is when I met Stacy. And then, you know, kind of the rest is history from there. And so that was not part of the game plan. Another thing that happened in 2011, apart from everything related to Stacy and just how awesome she is, was she and I took a trip to Austin, and it was during the month of November. Now, to even leave home during the month of November, as I've said, that to me is, you're, dude, fucking, you're, you talk about tempting fate. Holy fucking Moses. But for the destination to be Austin, Austin, Texas, people, you name it, it's happened to me in Austin, all right? To me, Austin is a black hole, okay? Everything that's wrong, fuck it, not just America, everything that's wrong with this world can be found in abundant supply, okay? In Austin, Texas. I shit you not. So, taking a trip to Austin, Texas in the month of November for a Comic-Con. Wizard World. Austin. In 2011. Dude, you talk about feeling like you're painting a target on your back. But the weirdest thing happened. We went to the show. We w- we checked in the hotel. We went to the we went to the con. Had a great time. Sort of embarrassed myself a little bit in front of Elena Huffman. She played a black black canary from Smallville. Bashed the fuck out of my knee on her table, and you know she of course was worried about that. She's like, "Holy shit, are you all right?" And all I wanted to do was just find a place to hide and die. But anyway, talk about embarrassing. But, you know, you get away from stuff like that, right? Bumped into Greg Capullo in the hotel. He was hanging out with some people, his family, I guess, uh, having breakfast and stuff. And you don't want to be the asshole that goes over there, Hey, you're Greg Capullo. Hey, can I? Can you sign some shit? No, dude, if he's not at the con, leave him the fuck alone, all right? It's my attitude, anyway. But, you know, nothing says you can't wave to him as you, as you uh, leave the restaurant, right? the uh, hotel's restaurant. So there's that. Just wandering around, bumped into Kevin Sorbo. He was another uh, guest at the uh, at the con. Come to find out, we were checked into the same hotel as 
now I'm blanking. Uh, he's he plays Carl on The Walking Dead. Chandler Riggs, Chandler Riggs. He plays Carl from The Walking Dead, uh, the TV show. Um, same hotel. Now, to be fair, I, I mean he's how old is he? He's like nine or ten years old. I mean, I don't really know what to say to a nine or ten year old. I mean, so what do you want to be when you grow up? I I got nothing. You know, but never. I mean, it's cool. You know, I'm staying in the ho- same hotel, right? So saw him around a little bit in Starbucks. Anyway, by about the time 2011 ended, I gotta tell you, I was kind of sad to see the year end. It had been literally nothing but good vibes the whole year. You know, literally nothing except good things happened during the during 2011, and. Uh, you know, I'm not a big believer in karma or anything like that. I, For reasons that really have nothing to do with this podcast, so I try not to talk about them. I just don't believe in karma. But at the same time, it kind of feels like enough bullshit went on in, in 2010 that maybe somebody upstairs decided I'd had enough for a while and I should maybe just take 2011 off. So, met Stacy. Nothing but positivity there. And then, and then it's nothing but just good times and happiness all throughout the entire year of 2011. I'm, like I said, I'm not, I'm not kidding. I'm at a serious loss to think of anything about 2011 that I'd change. I, I can't think of anything. 2012, I really wasn't too sad to see the end of that year. I mean, because in a lot of ways, 2012, a lot of things started ending in in, in 2012, and I kind of saw the beginnings of it, but anyway. So, I really was not sorry to see the end of, of 2012. Not like I was 2011. Like I said, 2011, it was nothing but badass with a side of awesome, right? It was just, it was it was a great year. It was a great year. 2012, yeah, it's, it's not as a bad year. It's just, I was ready for it to be over. Put it that way. So, then you get into 2013. And like I said, this year hasn't exactly been a bowl of cherries on a, in a lot of ways. There's a lot of things that I wish could have turned out differently. There are a lot of things that I wish I could have done differently. But, at the same time, I've got you guys, and I didn't before, and this show seems like it's attracting a, a, a good audience. It's an audience that I've developed myself. It's an audience that I'm proud to have. And I feel a little bit more regretful about the end of 2013 than I did the, the end of the year 2012. Like I said, 2012, it's not that it was bad. I was just ready for it to be over, right? 2013, I guess in some ways I'm kind of ready for it to be over too, just to see what's coming up in the new year. But at the same time, if it were to be, I don't know, a couple of months longer, yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd be okay with that. I'd be okay with that. Now, all of this 
leads into 2014. Now, I don't have a crystal ball. I don't know what's going to happen. Maybe I'll get a new car in 2014, or maybe I'll get a new job. Maybe, maybe it'll be a lot of things. I don't know. But now is not a bad time to announce that... Actually, you know, I think I better just take it from the very beginning. When I first started thinking about doing this podcast, right, I sort of came up with a a formula, right? Basically, it was going to be six episodes of anything I want to talk about, right? Six consecutive episodes of just stuff that I think needs to be talked about, whether it's a comic book, TV show, movie, whatever, whatever it is. Six episodes, right? Now, yeah, I realize the Superman Begins miniseries kind of broke away from that, and I'm sorry, but there was there ended up being a whole lot more going on with Superman Begins than I ever planned to begin with. So, it, had I known in advance how things were going to work out, believe me, I would have structured it very differently, but would have, should have, could have. But basically, that's, that's been the, the format, right? I have six episodes about whatever, right? Whatever it is. And then from there, I have an episode uh, in my big book report series where Chris Honeywell and I get together. We talk about one of the Paradox, uh, Paradox Press uh, big books from uh, DC Comics. Whatever the subject is, that's what that's what it is. And then after that comes an episode related in some way or another to Star Wars. And lately it's been Star Wars comics. In fact, I say lately. There have only been, uh, I think, two episodes of that. So, lately. The hell's lately? I don't know. But lately, I've done, I've done two episodes of uh, my Star Wars weekend podcast... One was about Star Wars Infinities. The other one was about The Empire Strikes Back Infinities. Now, you'd expect that my next Star Wars Weekend podcast would therefore be about Return of the Jedi Infinities. You would be wrong. It's going to be about Shadows of the Empire. I'm basically going to have a guest on this show, and he and I are going to talk about Shadows of the Empire, primarily the novel, but uh, he's going to be able to talk about the comics and then also some other things. And then I'll also talk about the music. And then that'll be the episode, right? That episode is going to be the last of my Star Wars weekend podcasts. I'm done. I'm mothballing Star Wars as a, as a designated part of this show's format. Now... Part of the reason for that is because it turns out I don't have as much to say about Star Wars as I first thought. You would think that I would have probably thought more about that ahead of time. I didn't. Didn't. Did not. Alright, so... The other thing, though, is... 
when I really started thinking about it, it just felt like it was too similar a concept to the Two True Freaks Star Wars Monthly Monday series that they do. Now, that alone may not have been enough to change my mind about it. But once I'm on the same podcast network, which is to say their podcast network, once I'm on Scott and Chris's podcast network, I don't know, it just feels a little bit disrespectful to to do something that's that similar, not only to what to, to what they do, but as far as I know, that's one of their franchises. I mean, that is something that that's if that's not the most popular show that they have, it's the second most. I mean, it's up there. A lot of people tune in whenever Chris and Scott talk about Star Wars. And like I said, I like Chris. I like Scott. I consider both of them friends. And the last thing I would want to do, much like Michael Bailey, is make is for is to make them feel like I'm stepping on their toes. And when I really started thinking about it, they may have been polite and chosen not to say so, but I I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm kind of leery about it, right? Because of that, I'm going to be mothballing my Star Wars weekend podcasts, right? So every eighth episode up to this point has been, which actually is not completely true, again, because of Superman Begins, but fuck it, roll with me here. Every eighth episode was intended to be about Star Wars, right? That's going away. I'm going to finish up my commitment that I've made to the guest host that I plan to have for my uh, Shadows of the Empire show. I gave the man my word, and I don't want to go back on it, right? Because partly it's because, like I said, it's because I gave my word. The other part of it is I really do like Shadows of the Empire, and I want to have, I, I want, fuck it, I want to talk about it. But that's going to be it. That's going to be it for Star Wars on this show for a while. At least as part of, like I said, as part of my designated format, right? That's not to say I'm never going to talk about Star Wars again. It's just that if I do, it's going to be part of the main six episodes that I do in in the main run of the show, rather than having it in as my eighth episode. Basically, it's not going to be part of my format. So, you might ask, what exactly is going to take the place, then, of Star Wars? If I'm not going to talk about Star Wars and in my eighth episodes, those weekend shows, I guess you could say. What will I talk about? Well, after long and careful deliberation that lasted less than a minute, what I decided was, I'm going to do an an episode-by-episode, season-by-season, beginning-to-end, pilot-to-finale, retrospective about Smallville. And that may seem like it's a little bit too similar to my debut episode. Because that's what I talked about. In my, in my very first episode of this show, I talked about Smallville. And the purpose of that episode was basically to defend the show against a lot of gripes and complaints that people have made about Smallville over the years, A, that I don't agree with, and B, 
I don't fucking understand. I don't know how anybody could watch this show and say some of the things about it that have been said. And so my purpose in my first episode was to defend all of that. All right? Uh, defend the show against the most common complaints, right? At least the ones that I was able to remember. Going forward, though, in my Smallville retrospectives, the purpose is basically to put the show under a little bit of a microscope. Don't defend it so much as analyze it, right? So Smallville, as a show, it professes to be the story of how Clark Kent became Superman. And for reasons I can't say I fully understand, a lot of people have trouble seeing his character growth over the run of the show. And so what I intend to do is use my eighth episode of this show, the episode that had traditionally been used for Star Wars, use that as sort of my dumping ground for Smallville discussion, right? And so at the time that I record all this, which again, December the 26th, 2013, 6.41 p.m. Central Time, I've outlined all of the first season and the majority, the overwhelming majority of the second season. Now, if you start counting toes on that, what you realize is that comes out to a couple of years worth of uh, eighth episode Smallville retrospectives, right? So, but what can I say? I love Smallville, and I obviously have a lot to say about it. So, like I said, what I'm going to do is honor my commitment, honor my word, the promise that I made to uh, my co-host for the Shadows of the Empire episode, the guest host. But then after that, I'm mothballing Star Wars. It's going away, at least as a, as a permanent fixture of this show's format, and I'm going to replace it with Smallville. And that, to me, is very different, or at least it's different enough, from what two true freaks do that I feel more comfortable with this show being on their network. So, that's that. Now, I'm really excited, to tell you the truth. I'm, I'm really looking forward to uh, getting, getting things underway and really analyzing Smallville, going over it with a fine-toothed comb, because I've sort of done that in other venues and in other formats. Not on this show, obviously, but in other places. And one of the things I can tell you is that Smallville can withstand that type of rigorous analysis. And so that's what I'm going to be doing. And so I don't... Uh, I think the, uh, the first episode of all of that, uh, which is to say the uh, Smallville retrospective, the release date that I have for the first episode, and this is all tentative, works out to March the 25th of 2014, right? So on January the 28th, that's going to be when my final Star Wars episode, the Star Wars Weekend uh, episode, uh, comes out. And then following that, March the 25th, the way that it is right now, that's when my uh, Smallville retrospective begins. And then, let's see, the second part I have scheduled for May the 27th. 
the third part for July the 29th, 2014, so on and so on, right? So basically what it works out to is every eighth week is pretty much how it's going to work. So that's the plan, and as I say, I'm really looking forward to it. I can't wait to start really getting into this, and those of you who love Smallville, there's going to be some stuff in here for you. If you consider yourself a hardcore Smallville fan, there will be content for you. You may not think so, but I promise you, I'm going to come at this material with a depth of analysis I can fairly say I doubt you've ever heard before. So, if you consider yourself to be a huge Smallville fan, rest assured, this, this series will be for you. Put it this way. If you liked my first episode, where I talked about Smallville at length, you are going to love these retrospectives. I guarantee it. For the rest of you, if you don't consider yourself... And, I, and by this, what I'm saying is, not a Smallville critic, you know, one of the haters, but if you're just not a really big fan of the show, for whatever reason, it's just not for you. Like, take Scott Gardner. I don't think he has any kind of animosity or, or hostility for the show. There just came a point when he decided, you know what, this just isn't for me. Well, if that's you, if that's the way that you feel about it, you may want to listen anyway, just because, who knows, maybe I'll change your mind. Maybe you'll see in Smallville the same things I do. If you're a hater, if you're one of the bashers, one of the critics of the show, then I guess just maybe you shouldn't listen to this, because believe me, I'm, I'm going to be sending you to school. So... So that's that. That's going to be my uh, major new offering. The main, the major change that I'm making to the show for the year 2014. I actually thought about doing sort of an independent Smallville podcast. Basically starting up a new show and doing that. But between that and this show, it just kind of feels like that would be too much. I like the idea of Everything that I have to say being here, being localized, anything that, which isn't to say that I, I won't appear on other people's show. I mean, if, if they want me to, and if my schedule allows for it, yeah, why not? But I, I like the idea of having one show, which I use to, to talk about whatever it is that I'm Whatever it is that I that I'm going, whatever it is that I'm reading through at the time, or whatever, whatever TV show I'm working through, or whatever movie I just saw, I like the idea of having all of that sort of under one umbrella. So, ultimately, I decided that having a a separate Smallville podcast, it would all that would do is just double my workload, and kind of run contrary to what the purpose of this show is supposed to be all about so that's that still I look back on it all the year 2013 yeah if it were to go just a little bit longer a couple months longer 
yeah, I'd be okay with that. Anyway, so I think that's that. Closing in on 40 minutes. Not quite 40 minutes, but I'm closing in on 40 minutes. So, um, no ep- n- no ads this time out. No promos. No nothing. I'm just going to transition directly into my little pre-recorded, I don't know, outro. And that'll be that. But before I do, I would just like to say that I hope all of you had a very Merry Christmas. And I'd like to wish all of you, from the bottom of my heart and with deepest gratitude, I'd like to wish all of you, your friends and your families, a very happy new year. Thanks for sticking with me. Thanks for making this show so much bigger than I ever thought it would be. Thank you. Okay, so I think that's just about the end of that. Trentus Magnus Punches Reality is a proud member of the Two True Freaks podcast network. You can find the home for Trentus Magnus Punches Reality at twotruefreaks.com, which is spelled T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S. You can also find it on Facebook just by searching for Trentus Magnus Punches Reality. There you can interact with your fellow listeners and also see notifications of new episodes when I've put them up. You can friend me on Facebook by searching for Trentus Magnus, which is spelled T-R-E-N-T-U-S-S-M-A-G-N-U-S-S. You can email me and my parole officer at TrentusMagnus at gmail.com, which is spelled T-R-E-N-T-U-S-M-A-G-N-U-S. Do you have a suggestion for a topic? Feel free to email me, and I might consider thinking about the possibility of potentially discussing whatever you have in mind someday. And that's a promise. Did you know? You can sponsor any episode of this or any other of your favorite Two True Freaks affiliated shows. That's right. Simply click the PayPal link, donate any amount at all, tell us which show you're choosing and what message, if any, you'd like us to read on your behalf, and you will be an official sponsor of that show's very next episode. With your message read in the show's opener, it's that easy, and there's no minimum donation. Be a show sponsor today. If you shop at Amazon.com, please consider using the link at 2TrueFreaks.com to shop there. If you use this link to go to Amazon and then you shop, 2TrueFreaks gets a cut of what you buy. It doesn't cost you anything extra, and it really helps the freaks out. You get to shop as usual and help out the 2TrueFreaks at the same time. Do you have a podcast of your own? If so, why not record a promo for me to play on my show? It's quick easy and can help you spread the word about your show i'm always looking for more promos to play keep it fairly short and yours could be next my promos can be found at this show's homepage for those interested just look for the promo section the contents of this podcast are fictitious hypothetical and probably completely unnecessary any similarity to living persons 
or real-life events is purely coincidental and void where prohibited by law, some assembly required, batteries not included. Trentus Magnus, Punches Reality, is a Magnus Media Enterprises Limited production in association with Demonsecor of Milan, Italy.